Hello and welcome to the Freeman Field Podcast, the podcast where three friends who had their dreams of being professional footballers dashed away as children. Walnut Birth was confined to a wheelchair and the other two discovered food have their say on the Premier League. Well, the Premier League, it's a different beast. Such a different beast that our best managers, or one of the best managers in the world, can't survive. Darren, Michael, your thoughts. Don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> you know what, yeah. You know what, um, I, I just want Van Hal sacked and that's it, so that's me. Um, but Mourinho here. I, I, yeah, but Mourinho's probably going to be main United manager anyway if Van Hal gets sacked, so right but now that's what I care about. Just, 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 just to make things clear, I want to tell everybody what main United, what, what main United means to Jose Mourinho. Apparently, according to Jose Mourinho, if you didn't hear that, we're a super big club. And this is talking about someone who very, very, very likely to be the next main United manager. I'm, I'm very excited, but I'm also very, very nervous because this league has been ridiculous this year. Mm, indeed. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what type of... Uh, I don't even know, you know. It's so weird. It's, 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 a, it's a really odd season. It's a really odd season. So weird. Chelsea... What are they, 16th now? Just 15th. Ah, they're, they're somewhere down yeah, there. Yeah. I'm saying it early this week. Just to get it out there. It's funny. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Derek on the phone. Derek yeah. is on the phone. Yeah. He's here for the Man United match. And maybe beyond. No? Maybe. 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 It just completely depends on how I'm feeling. If I'm not too angry. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. How's everyone doing? Everyone good? Yeah, we're good, man. We're you all good, good yeah. Uh, Fair enough. Let's start with that then. Speaking about speaking about disappointments, Manchester United, they lost at home 2 1 against Norwich. Cameron Jerome with the goal. I'm looking at you two with disgust. Well, I've been actually giving some sort of respect to you two, really. No, no, no. Well, Darren, really. Darren, it paid Darren. <laughs> I'm not being funny. But when you're at Old Trafford and the striker's subpar as Cameron Jerome runs through your midfield and then runs through your defence to subsequently put it in the net. You should be annoyed. Well, you know, let's, let's, let's just get straight to it. I, I'm not going to lie. So, basically, I didn't watch the game because last week, me and Darren said May United no Norwich won. So, it was 2-1, so we were close enough. We actually were close enough. So, you know, I should put money on that. But, hey, you lose out on stuff sometimes. It happens in life. Um, basically, this is how it is right now. So, where do I even start? I can go with the team selection. With that being Carrick and Fellaini starting in midfield instead of a fit Schneider and being on the bench as well as Herrera. So who are our there. best centre midfielders? Let's just get that out of the way. Quite clearly, our best players aren't starting. Quite clearly, but the Dutchman doesn't see that somehow. So obviously, we missed out on that part. And then they got run ragged by Cameron Jerome. They got run ragged by Alex Tete. For fuck's sake! Did you see what Redmond was doing to Blind throughout the game? Redmond, but Blind shouldn't even be in the way that the defence. I don't even know what he's still doing there. Flipping and Bobakani came off the bench, and he scored what two goals in the whole season. He's ripping us ragged as well. So. Where do I even where do I even go? Cameron Martial Jerome. scored. Yeah, Martial, Martial, yeah, Martial played. Martial scored, but he was played out of position once again. Like even even the positives aren't even proper positives. That that goal meant nothing to me. That goal meant nothing to me because it was just like, well, you know, we're still losing two one. We shouldn't be losing to Norwich in the first place. It's just that simple. They have no right to come to Old Trafford and pop us. And even though it was two one, the scoreline was close. I don't care. They dominated us. They popped us. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Norwich. It was just that simple. They were better than us at Old Trafford. 
Norwich played a tactical blinder because they saw the space in between Belinda and Fellaini and they just kept pumping through that space. They just kept going through that space. For the first goal, they went through that space. For the second goal, they won the ball in the midfield and went through that space to score for Tete. Like they, they knew exactly what to do. They knew exactly what weaknesses are. And every team in the league does too. And um, what's it? it's John Ruddy in goal for them, isn't it? He said that he's never seen Norwich look so comfortable in defence. Like he was just like, you know, May United came at us and they attacked us, but we felt so comfortable because, well, anything they were trying to create, they just really didn't create anything. They're so poor in the final third. In essence, he didn't say they were poor, but that's what he's trying to say. He's just saying that, you know, May United are poor in the final third. They don't create anything. They pass and pass and pass. And then when it goes to Martial or Depay or whoever, or Rooney, whoever's playing up front or playing out wide, nothing yeah. is created. So, I mean, where do you go from there? And f- blame the players, players were rubbish on the pitch, they were poor. Blame the manager as well because he's quite stubborn and his man management skills are poor. Tactically, he's not, he's obviously not at it right now. So, I mean, where where do May I go from here? Because right now, all I want him done is sacked. And yeah. I want him more sacked, but I never said it out loud like that because, you know, I saw it coming anyway. There's no need Also, to also with Moyes. It looks like May I don't have... I don't want to say the balls to, not, to sack him. They probably will, but by now, for this, this is quite unacceptable. He should be gone. There also, shouldn't be you no know, meeting. He should be gone. Also, with Moyes, you've got to remember, this was Moyes' first big job. This is Van Gaal's first big job. You can't put this down to an experience in the highest level. Van Gaal's done it in Ajax. He's done it in Barca. He's done it in Bayern. So, you can't put this down to a big game of big management nerves that you could do Moyes. Uh, D, what are you saying, fam? him on the bench and I, I refuse to understand that you spent 268 million and your backup Could be. is Borthwick Jackson with all due respect to him he's young he's trying to make his way to the main first team younger players should get their chances but you look at when Arsenal just played their youth in the Carling Cup you saw your Villas and all that it's because these players they had enough depth in their squad to play their best players in the first games we don't have that we spent all this money and we're struggling to put out teams to the point where Daily Blind is now being called a natural centre back, and Fellaini is being called our third choice strike, Mara Fellaini. This is, this is why I keep, this is why I keep saying you don't blood youth into a team so low on confidence. 
I said this against about Chelsea. I said it about Man United. No blood youth for the team without confidence because they don't know how to deal with it. Man United are a team that have only got a few um, leaders in it anyway. I'd say probably Rooney and Schweinsteig. I'm not completely convinced this morning's leadership abilities for me to, na- to name as one of the leaders. But what I don't understand is is the just the pig ignorance that is surrounded by Man United. They're bored for not for not being able to be organised enough to have to have contingency plans in place for for things like this. And two for Lou Van Gaal, the def- the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same shitty results and not changing. That's and that's insanity. what he's doing. That's what I said. You said madness. Well, six and one. I'll get it right six first. Six and man. one. Get it right. No, but regardless, regardless, if you have a point, it's absolute ball. Like, the thing that's annoyed me the most, and it ain't, and the main reason why I went in fact, because I want consistency. Man United ain't been consistent all year. We've only won, like, 14 games. That's bloody ridiculous. Not be consistent since Ferguson left the club. It's absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't believe this guy spent over 250 million on players and signings. Where are they? Which one can you actually say has made a definitive impact and a change to the team that that was left when Moyes got sacked? Which one can you name? What can you tell me about this philosophy that he keeps speaking about and this process he keeps speaking about that has brought any effect whatsoever into us being town contenders? One. Name me one. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Keep telling them. Keep telling them. Let me drop some more for you, fam. Since October 24th, we've only had seven targets on, sh- on seven shots on target at home compared to everyone else popping 30 and above. Um, and if you combine all our last six games, we've got only three points out of a possible 18. Man United. Man United. Man United. Remember, remember, remember a month ago, he was saying, oh, we're only two points off... Um, Top, so nothing to worry about. Nine, a month later, it's nine points now, bro, and it's Leicester. No, 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 not just that. The team, the team that's just taken over May United's fourth spot, one of the most on-form teams. They will take it. Will Spurs take have it. lost once in fourteen games. They will take it. Tottenham are gonna take it. Tottenham are gonna take it. Okay. Let's um. Knows that football ain't great, ain't, ain't a great position to be in at the end of the season. 
especially for United standards. We had Di Maria, Falcao, yeah, I don't say them two names. Robin Van Persie, we still have Wayne Winnie to an extent, and you finish fourth spot. And you're not ashamed. As I've said time and time again when talking about Van Gaal, Flair players just do not flourish under his management. And this is why we are not creating any chances. This is why we're so boring to watch. Because Mata, Ander Herrera, Depay, Martial, they're all shackled. They're all shackled. How many goals is Martial going to get from the right wing? When he's got the quality, the pace and the composure to, to be our, our lead striker. How many assists is Mata going to get from right wing when he's played? How many times is, uh, is Ander Herrera going to link the midfield to the attack? When he's hardly getting picked, when he's easily our most creative uh, midfielder from deep. No, I can't. I, I can't phantom the fact that he hasn't beat the fact that you know that game against Liverpool last season when we scored, when we beat the two one, when Mata scored twice. When he when he played creative player number one, Herrera on the pitch, Herrera played a fantastic. He got the first basket. assist. He got and the first. Did really got the second assist? Maria came on, and then you sell that same player. I understand that he wanted to leave, but you made it so easy. You made us look like pricks. I'm telling you what, Ada Herrera will be the next out the door if 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 Vergara stays. Let me get the details of the game out of the way. Just then, then I'll throw two names in the in the mix for you guys. All right. So, first goal for Norwich. Great bit of build up for it. Play, uh, play triangles around your your midfield. <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh, then Redmond plays a decent ball through to Jerome. He bundles his way. I don't know through Smalling and who, I think it was Blind Ash- as well. Oh, the young Ashley Young. Young, uh, young, young didn't get any close to him at all. Yeah, and um, he pretty much shoots straight at the gate and he palms it into the back of the net. That was a weird, weird finish, weird um, shot. But once again, Jerome scored against you guys. You should be ashamed. Um, uh, their second goal. Uh, the ball breaks down in the middle of the park. Yeah, so second goal. Jones plays a pathetic ball out to Teddy. takes it. Ball finds its way to Jerome, who plays it back to Teddy, And another weird finish uh, finds its way into the back of the net. And then Martial, of course... Nice bit of uh, tight control, and he smashed it through to Ru- through Ruddy's um, uh, gloves. Now I'm going to give you these two names, Mourinho or Guardiola. Right, right, right. I'm going to get this out now. On a perfect world, Pep Guardiola, because I feel with the players that we've got, he'd be better suited to make my United success. But realistically, we're going to get Mourinho, and Mourinho will get a success. But he won't play that attacking football that the crowd want to want to see every week so they need to get used to not seeing that football and maybe seeing a more pragmatic style um, because Mourinho isn't going to come and start playing attacking expensive football just because we, we moan a lot that's never been his MO yeah Michael you're, you're... oh me me okay Mourinho or Guardiola um, I want Pep you know give gigs to the end of the season and then bring Pep in at the summer but sign to a contract quickly because if you don't he's going Man City or God forbid Chelsea. God forbid both, to be honest. But, um, you know, if you, if you like to go one of those places, yeah, if you think it's peak for us right now, just wait in it. Uh, yeah. But, but, yeah, no, uh, Pep, if not, then it has to be Mourinho, because as long as it's not, as long as not, as long as not Louis Van Howe, yeah, I'm calm in it. That's it. Giggs? Giggs? If Giggs gets interim and he blurts it and we don't get Pep, then keep Giggs. 
for me. Yeah, but, I agree. But, but that is so unlikely. But Pep has to be number one option. Simple as that. Derek? Me, personally, I've already said it. I would go. Pep's always been my ideal person to go with, but I've never shunned down getting Mourinho. And I was I was even talking to some um, fellow United fans um, earlier on today, and I was talking about... Um, Yeah, that's, that's, it. It. That's, it. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. What else can you say? That's it. Also, Mourinho will come in. He'll buy top defenders to join the club quick. He'll bolster the midfield. He move Martial out front. I know he doesn't like Mata, so he'll probably put Rooney behind Mata and probably buy another winger. Oh, hey, Rooney behind Mata. Rooney behind Martial. Buy another winger. Put Mata on the bench because I know he doesn't like Mata. Cool. But he will get that team banging again. I don't. Also, we won't see Fellaini starting alongside Carrick. Also, you got to remember. You got to remember. This is Jose Mourinho with such a big point to prove. Yeah. Nobody's ego in the football world is bigger than that man. He he came in to Real Madrid, looked Ica Casillas in the eye and dropped him. And brought in his man. Same thing did Pepe. Told Pepe straight up. He's got a problem. His problem is Varane. Simple. Ready, bruv. Whoever it is, as long as it's not Louis Van Gaal or Louis Van Gaal's son or Louis Van Gaal's wife, it's cool. Shout out Norwich, though. Norwich did well. Shout out Norwich. As I, as I said before, Norwich did a tactical blinder. They used by that as a weekend. They, they did what they had to do to get the three points. And it was a great three points for them. The first time that they've beaten us in about 30, 30 odd years. 1989, yeah. So. Did he ask where they were? 
And they were definitely yeah, there. Old Trafford, yeah. See what I did there? You like it? Yeah. All right. Derek, you're going to leave us or are you going to stay? Um, I'm going to call that day for now because I'm kind of emotional right now. My heart's in bits. My heart's in bits. My heart's in bits. Hey, D, are you, are you working tomorrow? Um, yes, I am. Okay, I'll, I'll try and find you when you finish. You too, Thank man. you too. Uh, bless, man. Take it easy. See you, man. Heated, heated debate there. That was an absolutely amazing call. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Derek. <laughs> I'm, I'm both main names, man. The fourth member of our midfield. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Leicester play four four two, don't they? It's right. We're going to them anyway, yeah. regardless, because they they beat Everton three two. Uh, goals from death taxes and Leicester scoring. Oh, They've Jesus. scored every single game in the Premier League season. That is amazing. Not one team in the Premier League has been able to keep a clean sheet against Leicester. That's right, let's get to it. Mahrez scored two penalties and Okazaki rounded it off. Lukaku and Morella got on the goals for Everton. It's a really wet day there. Yeah. It made it difficult for Barkley as he sliced his early chance. Um then Funes Mori brought down Okazaki and referee point to the spot penalty. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, it's cozy. Very what did I tell you about Funes Mori last week? Like I told you, like I told you, we watching it. I said, you know, what you said there, I was like, mm, I'm not sure, but then I saw that I deeped it fully. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I told you, Funes Mori is not good. You're below average still, but yeah. Yeah, indeed. Okay, um, so what was it? Mari's dispatched the penalty. Uh, I think Howard got a hand on it. Then it came down to third time to charm for Everton. Uh, first, they got their first goal as Barkley had two opportunities to score and one was saved. The other off the line, of course, and it fell to Lukaku, who put it away very nicely. Seven and seven. Seven and seven. It would be hilarious and also kind of out of order if he breaks Terry Vardy's record. It's possible. He, he's on course. He's on yeah, course. It's possible. He's having the, the best season for him personally since he joined the Premier League when he went to West Brom. Mm-hmm. He's been absolutely amazing. And I think his his work alongside Duncan Ferguson, name from the past, if you remember him, um, at Everton has really helped him and his hold up play and his sort of link up play and his able his ability to work alongside players like Delafeu and Barkley and that's where Delafeu's got so many more assists, he's got seven assists. It's becoming a more complete forward, you'd exactly. say. Exactly. Then second half, of course, Vardy used his pace again to beat Howard to the ball. And then their second penalty of the day, he got yellow carded and Mara sent him the wrong way as he converted his second again. Uh, then, from an Everton throw, Vardy got the ball and found Okazaki, who placed it nicely into the corners. If he I, came I, from, if well, I do he came, say so myself. He came with, um, from Mines with a good reputation. Mm, very good, good goal scorer. Very good so. striker. And then Mar- Morales, of course, um, absolutely fired it into the net. Uh, we have to take... We, do we have to take? Do we have to start taking them seriously? Yes, now? we yes, do yeah. because they're not going to finish outside the top six. They're, they're title challengers. Just, just leave it there right now. You're always, you're always the reason, the reason I think they're ripping so much is because of their. Um, we see four four two on these days, but like it, it doesn't work anymore. We always say it doesn't work. Four three three, four two three ones. Three fashionable formations and fashionable apparently. tactics that we, we and Mike was biggest bugbears we spoke about yeah. before. Um, but um, truth be told. The way they play it is so simple. And you think about it, when Sats first used to play his teams, whether it was a diamond, 4-4-2, 4-3-3, whatever, when you're off the ball, you play two banks of four. He, that's Sats first rule. Simple as that. Because when you play, when you play those two banks of four, 
you have two players that basically you have two banks that basically provide a strong defense and if you get if they get past the first bank then they go into the bank the other bank which is obviously the defense and to his credit west morgan has been fantastic this year he has been so they're putting in top performances and then when they lose when they get the ball back danny drinkwater sits back and Kante or Adam so, King or Adam King and Kante has so much energy and drive about him that he can do the box to box role perfectly so he's never missing a step that half stamina exactly well yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that then allows your Ijoa if he plays but if not Hardy plays sorry Ozaki uh, Okazaki sorry um, Ozaki Ozaki because Ozaki Ozaki Okazaki um, Schlop if he plays left wing sometimes Old Brighton Old Brighton as well Vardy and obviously Mares. Um, it gives those those guys the freedom to push forward and cause chaos because the two wingers essentially now have a free role. Morris is always still on the right, but because he's so good with both his feet, you're not sure what he's going to do. Like his goals, his goals against Chelsea, the setup against against Chelsea again as well. <laughs> yeah, like everything about him right now is magic, and he he's so unpredictable. Magic, and brother, brother, the thing about Vardy, <laughs> brother, brother. Christmas song then. Yeah. The thing about Vardy is that Vardy is the kind of player that he's not good on the ball. So what he does is the players around him use their technical ability to then feed him in. So all he has to do is use his pace and his movement, which he's very good at, to finish. It's sort of like Hernandez. Hernandez was never great on the ball, but Hernandez had the brain to move around mm. into spaces, use his pace, and then get on to the end of finishing. Another striker that Van Gaal sold. Now he's got 15 goals in Bundesliga. Okay. Anyway, oh, back to Leicester. Talking, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Oh yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, but uh, just gonna say yeah. I mean, they just played perfect. Um, I was, yeah, you know, another little technical analysis on Leicesterism. The way they play, they take risks. They've got um, when Robert Hoof didn't play last game, so they had um, Wes Morgan and and um, Weslowski in the set backs. But even with those two, they press so high. Um, but the thing is, they press high together. This is the thing. The pressing game is an incredibly risky game to play, and it requires the same exact level of work and organisation from top to bottom. And Leicester have 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 done. I've just been able to to execute it fantastically. Also, the the team spirit in Leicester is is flying because they were they were they were rock bottom. They were holding up the league last year, and now they're fighting all expectations. And also, this is one thing that is slept on. Leicester have got depth. Gokhan Ingler has oh, yeah. hasn't has hardly like seen Premier League. They've got Christian Fuchs. He's gonna be like the, the direct replacement for um Cambiasso, Cambiasso, yeah. He's well, meant to be. You've got Christian Fuchs who's playing Fuchs. left left back who's in and out of the team. Like Schlupp and Al Albright are in and out of the team. Like they for Dyer in and out of the team. They've got they've got they have got a lot of depth and the morale is just it's sky high and you can see it you say depth but we can clearly see that the three players that are running things for Leicester are Kante, Mahrez and Vardy which one do you feel that they fear the most about Mahrez. losing? Mahrez then Mahrez then Kante then yeah, I think then Vardy because Okazaki is still a very good striker I'm, he's, he's, not, he's a, not too sure of Joao. I'm not too sure of Joao. Nobody, so. no. I don't he's think a he's very good striker, Kazaki, but with yeah. very similar work rate as Vardy. Yeah. Um, he's just clumsy. He's just too tall. Yeah. To be the type, yeah. To be the type of player that Vardy is. Um, you, you look at you look at um, Kante. He's unrivaled energy, and his not just that his ability to take the ball and drive with it. 
and just to just keep running forward direct with the ball is um, something that you saw a lot against Leicester, not Leicester, against Swansea. We literally just took the ball from deep in midfield and just ran forward. I don't know if there are many midfielders in the Leicester team that could do that. If if there's a team I can compare this Leicester team to right now, it's um, Sevilla with Marco Senna. Watch the way these play. These play they play the same tactics because they were criticized for playing for that for for Villarreal. So yeah, not yeah, I was thinking yeah, yeah. Pellegrini's Villarreal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because they played that two banks of four, and obviously Pellegrini was known as a a person that likes that whole attacking philosophy. But the reason they used to get into the top four all the time is because they had those two central midfielders and that strong defense, so that those players that had that creative ability up front could go out and cause their damage. I would also instead of instead of Mara's dad for Calme. Which will always help. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Everton. Everton, like... Yeah, go on. Everton, it's, diff- it's a difficult one because as good as Everton have been this season, you, you looked at the game, you could only see Le- Leicester winning, which is just a testament to how good Leicester are. Um, Everton really have been struggling at the back because of Jagielka's injury crisis. I don't genuinely do think that he's a far superior defender to Funes Mori. Um, John Stones had a bad day the office as well. Yeah, but the thing is, he's 21. He's, that's going to happen. Mm. And Phyllis Mori is also 21 as well. They've got a very inexperienced back four. Leighton Baines has just come back yeah. from injury as well. They've been doing incredibly well this season. I think they're 10th this season. But they're 10th on a defence that is no older in average. And I think 24, 23, if that. Yeah, I think so. Not counting Tim Howard. You've got Galloway, who's been playing the majority of the season. Stones, Phyllis Mori, and Seamus Coleman. Mm. I don't think and Browning as well. Yeah, Browning yeah. as well. I don't think um, everything has progressed from last season, um, simply because we're more picking up the improvement of Lukaku and that. But as a team, I'm not seeing that improvement. The football they're playing now is football they've been playing last season under Ma- um, Martinez. But the reason, the probably the reason they had, it, I guess, not struggling because last season around this time they were near the bottom half I mean, in terms of like yeah, they had to, they had to the relegation places. Yeah. But obviously, they weren't going to get relegated. I think the reason why they're a bit higher is because arguably the level of the Premier League is a bit poorer this year. So and they've got to play again. But as you see, the teams that are above them, your Watford's in that. Look at how they're improving. So they've got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do indeed. Yeah. Some exterminators are needed in Stamford Bridge. There are rats in the kitchen. What are Chelsea going to do? Oh, can I, can I, because Michael clearly, he, if this is an audio-only podcast, you can't see, but he just looks absolutely exasperated at, at um, Chelsea. But before he goes on one, which he will, yeah. I'm just going to say, they played like a team that, I, I actually, no, no, they, I am so happy that the Chelsea fans stood their ground and, and stuck to their beliefs and, and booed those Chelsea players because they weren't conned for a second. They knew from the off what was happening. And they, that's why they gave Chelsea such a poor re- reaction. I remember when the, the team names were being called out. And I think Willian was one of the few players that got cheered. Only Willian and Terry. And because, Only you know, and I don't think it's John Terry who did that because he's club captain and Mr. Chelsea. He's had as bad a season as the rest of them. Willian. The fans knew and could recognise his his determination, his effort, his his quality from the professionalism, start. That's professionalism. That's the most the, the, important one. The though. lack of professionalism in the Chelsea team is absolutely astounding. Where's the professional pride? You can't tell me a team like Chelsea, a team that are reigning. This is the worst, worst ever Premier League title defence. Worse than Blackburn Rovers. 
Okay, and this is the Chelsea team with the likes of Fabregas, Oscar Hazard, who's still not scored this season, by the way, and Diego Costa, who seems to be more interested in the physical defend- physical battle with the defenders rather than getting the ball in the back of the net. Ivanovic scoring made me laugh because yeah. he has been getting torn a new one weekly. Mourinho goals and then suddenly he's scoring headers and having a solid display. Pedro, Oscar, Oscar acted like it's 2000. Who's Messi? 2011 when he scored that ridiculous goal against Juve. Uh, Like these players have had this quality before, and they just not showed it. Maybe it's because they played Sunderland and they were given a little bit more leeway. That's what I'm gonna say. I mean, the real test comes next week because, to be honest, they would have won against Sunderland even if Mourinho was there. Sunderland were just pissed. It was just it was it was just the manner of which they played. It's not as if they stumbled past Sunderland. They breezed them away. It was sort of like. Oh, what Mourinho's gone let's press the reset button and the thing is I, I would like to know if I was a fan I'd like to know how John Terry would feel about this I'd like to know how the leaders in the Chelsea dressing room would feel about this because I know Ivanovic was one of them and he goes to scores last week and he plays well last week I'm going to let it boil up a bit more whilst I get through uh, the, the, the details of the match so as we said before Mourinho's been sacked of course Hiddink's back players are rats um, the game's left him behind as well, so like yeah, there's, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. I don't understand why the British love a banner. It's so childish. I don't, I don't get it. The thing is, the thing is, I, I uh, Chelsea fans don't get sick, don't get much praise of Manchester, mm. but um, I'm, I'm completely for them. Mm. I'm completely for them because they they saw through the, the BS that they uh, uh they were had to receive. They they pay to watch um to watch Chelsea there was no pride pay a small sh- fortune as well yeah no, there's no pride in the shirt they proved until before that game there was no pride in their own professionalism and their own occupation there's no pride in playing for Chelsea up until Mourinho left and nobody in that team barring Terry probably cares about Chelsea more than Mourinho does it's disgusting so, okay so Ivanovic given an easy header for, um, by Coates had a terrible terrible game um, he'll Pedro- do that Coates yeah Pedro even scored lower five shot uh, across the keeper, I believe it was. Um, Ivanovic provided a cross. Uh, Quartes again failed to clear it. And uh, yeah, so Pedro fired it in low. I think I heard somebody say that Oscar was playing a little bit like Messi, which was quite funny. Uh, was, Oscar was, was on, unbelievable. It was, it was, it was, yeah, I think it was on Sunday supplement, actually. Yeah, 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 never mind. Another podcast. Ours, ours is better. Um, <laughs> uh, what is, so, yeah, so... It was pretty easy to, like I said, it was pretty easy to look that way when you played against London. But yeah, still played out of his skin. William has, um, was brought down in the box by Pantillamon. Maybe he should have been sent off, I don't know. Uh, Oscar sent in the wrong way, of course. Another rehearsed free kick routine came in to fruition when the ball went straight to Gabor and his, helet, um, his bullet header was uh, palmed into the path of Perini, who bundled it in. Played with a lot of creative freedom. I guess that will happen when Mourinho's gone. But like, like you said, professional pride needs to come into this and they just looked bad. They, they just, fall, just, that performance makes them look bad. They didn't fool anybody. No, they not didn't at all. Fool anybody. Not at all. Michael, you've been, you've been... Stewing in the background. Stewing in the background. You know, it's, 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 it's like this for me. So, the kind of crap that the players spew online when they... <laughs> when their manager <laughs> sacks the likes of Fabregas who... 
to be told, truth be told, first of all, he had no right to try and do some any sort of shit online because you know, number one, Chelsea fans, are, I've never really felt wonderful about you because at the end of the day, you're an Arsenal boy. So they're never really, really going to take to you. And you come and spew the kind of nonsense and shit that you spew online about, ah, oh, we're going to miss you and all that. And then when you get booed off the pitch and you're looking around like Diego Costa did as well, looking around saying, what's going on? What do you think is going on? This is what's going on. I'll tell you if they'll get it because, you know, what's going on? But obviously, people, idiotic players like you, obviously don't get it. So this is how it's going to go down for you, innit? Basically, it's like this. So when you were at Arsenal and you left, I don't care, they called you a snake. I said you weren't a snake because you're going home, but fucking you're a snake, innit? Then you went to Barca and obviously Barca sold you for a reason because you weren't good enough to put in racket. So that's why they're doing so much better than they did with you because when you were there, they didn't win the league. It's Mourinho's, um, Real Madrid did. I mean, they don't, they want it by a canter. So, quite frankly, you're, again, you were the weak link because as soon as you left, they won the league again. I hope you go yeah. in Costa like this, by the way. Oh, yeah, Costa's going to get ripped off. Trust, <laughs> trust me, Costa's going to get harder than anyone, right? And then you go and join Chelsea. Fair enough. You know, apparently, Wenger said he didn't want you. He's got Urza and that. Quite frankly, I agree with that. And then. Yeah. Yeah. And then, what? Um, you win one league title and suddenly your form goes out the window. So, this is what happens. So, you, you, come, back from, you come back from the. Um, pre-season holiday you had Heavy same sketch. as and this way this way Costa comes in because he came in he came in with fat right said um, Hazard and the pictures are there yeah proof. pictures are there especially you Hazard you see the flap Hazard looks people. like Hazard looks like he's had a few beers exactly and you get that little alcohol belly yeah. that's what Hazard looks so, like okay you, you guys go and do that right and then you come to the pitch and you perform the sort of nonsense that you perform, performing, especially you, Brandon Savinovic, who suddenly magically finds this magical, amazing form that he had last season out of the blue as soon as the manager gets sacked, right? And then you as well, you come out at the end of the game and he goes, oh, we understand the fans' point of view. Do oh, you no, bollocks, Savinovic? No, oh, we, we understand how much they love Jose Mourinho. If you understand how much they loved and respected Jose Mourinho, the manager who won the league in Portugal and the Champions League with Porto, the one, the guy that came to England, won two Premier Leagues in a row and won a League Cup and FA Cup. The guy that went to Inter Milan and won the treble, went to Real Madrid, went won the, um, the King's Champions Cup League, and, the uh, King's Cup and Liga. The Liga, yeah. Came back to England, rebuilt the team. Okay, not rebuilt the team to extent too much, but after the season after he didn't win the league, brought two players in, bang bang. You two, by the way, Fabregas and Costa, because he had a belief and respect for you to show that, yeah, you know, you two are the guys that I can. You were the missing links to win the title, and you proved that, and you did that for him. And then your respectful whatever in return is to go and behave the sort of behaviour you've been doing. I can go player after player. I speak Quilla. Shit. Right? Courtois. I'm not going to get on him. He was injured, but he's at least showing some form. I mean, he's a top goalkeeper. That's what he does. He's doing his job at least. Fucking Zuma. Okay. Zuma is younger going to make errors. I'm going to be yeah. lying on him. It's John yeah, Terry, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. John Terry and Kale need John, to... Gary Kale. I don't want to talk about Gary. I've never read Gary Kale, so Gary Kale can fuck off. Brandon um, <laughs> Ivanovic, you're trash. Matic, you are... To be honest... You can complain all day about he, he brought me on and took me off after 41 minutes. You were shit. You were shit. I, I've coached my own team. Yes, it's not Premier League level, but I've coached my own team before. And I had a player who was playing shit after 10 minutes of the game, so I took him off and he didn't play for me ever again. You're lucky not playing at that level because you wouldn't be playing for my club ever again if it was me. Um, Oscar, you've been ghost the whole season. Hazard, I don't want to talk about you. You said you were injured. You know what? I don't think you were that injured. You didn't play this game. You were probably just trying to hide it to try and prove the point. But when you get back into your Stanford Pools pitch... Um, they're saving boost for him too. Yeah, That's the thing. He's not going to be able to run from this. I hope they're booing the living hell out of you. And I hope they force you out of the club because you are a disgrace. Chelsea are not the most liked club in the Premier League. But you know what? Their fans got respect because at the end of the day, if any player was at any club and they, they behave the way you behave, 
they get the exact same treatment, especially when they respect and love a manager who's, without a doubt, Chelsea's greatest manager. Fact. This is a manager. Fact. Uh, this Wenger, is a manager. Wenger gets, gets criticism every single day of his life, right? If Alexis Sanchez came out and absolutely disrespected the guy that brought him from Barcelona off the bench and let him flourish into the player that's now being quoted 60, 70 million top players in, uh, in the world again. If he behaved that kind of behaviour, do you think he'd get the same respect? Because not only, forget about even the manager, you're disrespecting the shirt you're wearing. Don't care about Chelsea. They proved with that performance that they don't care. They were there, yeah. there for personal gain. They had a tag before they all came in. That's mercenaries. Yeah. yeah. That's For, what they see. That's what they yeah. look like. Forget about the manager. You're wearing a shirt, yeah? And the club badge is on that shirt. And with all the respect, I don't care if you come from a different country. I don't care if you come from this country. I don't care if you, respect, if you supported them from young or you didn't support them. Once you pay for a football club and they're paying your wages, you have every right to play 100% and train 100% all the time. And if you don't do that, you know, it's easy for them to get rid of managers because managers can, you can terminate your contract and pay them for one off fee come to a mutual agreement and get rid of them but players you can't do that because if you sack a player well you know you can't get rid of players and all that well at the end of the day I don't care about all of that this is an absolute disgrace and I swear and I hope to God that these players are sold from Chelsea because not only forget about Marina they're letting Chelsea down as a club this is disrespectful absolutely disrespectful I have no respect for Costa I have no respect for Hazard I have no respect for who's the other the other clown Fabregas Fabregas you can fuck off Oscar Oscar, no, Oscar, you know what? Oscar's in and out of the team. No, 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 no. no. He was still poor. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna try and give him some leeway. Some slack off. Yeah. It was the manner of which he came back. Exactly. After being poor, when called upon beforehand, but all of them did that. All of them did that. And even Pedro, Pedro, who he brought from Barcelona, because let's be honest, you are a talented. Pedro's player. been sulking since the probably the third or fourth game he joined Chelsea. He's been Bar- sulking. Barca players have been saying he's probably regretting the move. Yeah. And you're saying, oh, yeah, you know, one day I might go back to Barcelona. So basically, what you're trying to say is, oh, you know what, I made the wrong move. Well, how about you have some little bit of respect for the manager that took you off the bench? Because regardless of whether you're still there or not, you'll still be sitting on the bench behind Messi. Or, pro- or prove your worth to Barcelona and exactly. perform. It makes no so, sense. Quite frankly, have some respect for you as Mourinho. I hope you're as Mourinho, yeah? I, I said I want Pep, but if he goes to Man United, cool. I hope he improves Man United, then he goes to Stafford City, pops Chelsea. As I said before, you're as Mourinho with a point to prove. If those guys are there, I just ah, oh, I've never hated players so much before in my life. I've never it's ever hated players so much before in my life, and because I'm a coach and I see that level of disrespect, I have nothing but the utmost anger. It's because you like can that. see. It's because you can see exactly what it is. Simple That's the that. thing. It's because you can but see. Then, but then maybe it's just a West London thing, eh? Because when I was at Hillingdon, the kids there were trying to tell their parents that, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's kicking me out of the team. And their parents can chat shit to me. Your parents are not paying me. And now yeah. you guys are chatting shit to Jose Mourinho. Are your parents playing Jose Mourinho? Are you paying for Jose Mourinho? No. So how about you shut the fuck up, get on the pitch, perform how you did or last do season, get titles. Do your job, job, yeah. And do your job. If, and if, if, you're not, if you're that unhappy, how about you perform and get a move? The thing is, do that. The thing is, I tell you. to the club. I tell you this now. I almost guarantee you every single Chelsea fan that went to the game will say this. Or oh, if I half-assed my job, I'd get sacked. Simple as that. That's how they feel. There's a massive disconnect because they feel like you've taken them for mugs because they feel that you've passed off their club. Chelsea fans. And Chelsea, Chelsea fans. I hate you. I hate your club. Levels. But I respect you for everything you did. You have every right to be who you want. You'll get you'll get slack off Twitter. No, 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 this but no, no, not now because because no, 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 everybody no, can no, see what it is. No, no, everybody can they, see what they, it is. They did get a little bit because people were like, oh, we won't do that. Our club, bullshit. You're you lying. Exactly. You're lying. Bullshit. You would. So you know what? 
respect because at least at least at the end of the day you show that you have some level of love and respect for your football club unlike those mercenaries that you have in your team at the moment and hopefully they leave you and you can get better players that have some actual respect for the club I'm done um, if we could drop the mics we would have done so but they would have created such a bad noise that deep it, deep it, it, it it would be a deep it. there's been two rants in this on this main night in Chelsea and it's, it's, 40, it's 44 minutes so far it'll be cold to your ears let's get to uh Southampton Tottenham finished uh, nil two. Brendan Ali and Harry Kane, Super Harry Kane, got on the goal sheet. Mane had two early chances. Um, he had one half volley, which was blocked by Alderweireld, and a uh, first time shot that was stopped by Lloris one handed. Great, great save, very good save, very quick. He'll do that though, won't he? World class keeper, of course. Um, great strikers goal from Harry Kane. Ran through the um, Southampton defence and really s- slotted it into the corner yeah he virtually pants the Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. that's basically what he did that, that, what the fuck was that man he just swung his foot like there was no effort in that you know those when you're like oh you know I'm just swing my foot and see what happens yeah like there was no you weren't gonna there was nowhere near ball nowhere near Kane luckily because you don't want to kick the player but maybe he did but at the end of the day you know I've been praising Tottenham the whole season so I've got nothing more to say than this old Tottenham last season and season before Losing the game like Newcastle, their confidence would die, and then they lose this game as well. The players came out and said, "Look, that was a mistake. It won't happen again." They went to Southampton, a tough place to go to, regardless of their form, and they outclassed them. It's as simple as that. Harry Kane formed Deli Ali running the show again. He's nineteen. Nineteen. He's dominating the fields for five million. Brilliant bargain. He's, he's signing, Still, for me, signing of the season because I know how good Mares has done. And I know I, I, I appreciate Mares wasn't even this season. Well, okay, fair enough. Then. Yeah. So, but for me, the way he's shown a level of maturity at 19 and he's bossing midfields, he, Arsenal dominated City, but Tottenham dominated Arsenal at Emirates and Deli Ali was the main man in that midfield running the show. He, remember how Carzola made Schweinsteiger um, um, his dog, basically. Just made him chase him around. That's basically what he did to the whole Arsenal midfield in that game. And that's not, I'm not trying to get on Arsenal because Arsenal have been great since, but, you know, when you're that age and you're doing that to experience footballers like that with their quality. You can only be impressed. You can only be so impressed. Him, Alderweireld and Kane, all the best. Before before we move on, I just. not going to move on, it's going to. Don't have to. Up to, sir. I'm just going to quickly say. Lift. What really. Lift. All right. What? Left, right, oh. left. Anyway, but, but <laughs> what go. really, what really impressed me about um, Spurs, what they said at the end of the game, like, yeah, we we know that Newcastle was a mistake. We all spoke about how we need to kill teams off more. They know what they have to do now. It's internalized in their thoughts. This is a different Tottenham team altogether, and it's a Tottenham team that is a, the youngest team in the league as well. May I remind you, statistically, the youngest team in the league. I'm sorry, can I just point out something for a second? I'm so I'm so sorry to cut you off. Um, so someone tweeted to Wayne Rooney um, a four four two formation and Wayne Rooney's like the tweet. You be for real? I'm, I'm being serious. Look, it's this guy's tweet. Man, man, yeah, four four two formation ideal for win. You go to likes and look at the bottom. Wayne Rooney's there. He's not. He's not even fucking. Low, he's not joking. You know what? Screenshot it. Screenshot it and put it on the, on the Twitter. I'll put it on the thing. So there you go. See, so boy, if I. <laughs> Oh, we man. had this conversation literally just before the podcast. The captain doesn't have faith in the manager. But anyway, if Derek said it would be fun. But yeah. anyway, yeah, go back to what you were saying about Tottenham. Yeah, they, they, they know what they need to do now. The, to- the, the mentality is wholly different. Pochettino is doing this standard job. And what Pochettino is, is proving 
is that it's not just about the players. That Gary, that what Gary Lineker was saying, the manager has given Tottenham a clear idea, a clear, a clear philosophy, which is a really overused word in football at the moment. And the players are buying into it, and it's going fantastically well. And I really don't see it um, not carrying on. You got players in Tottenham from Tottenham that have fantastic seasons. Like the setback pairing of Alderweireld and Vertonghen. Dembele's been unbelievable this season. Eriksen's doing what he's doing. Harry Kane's amongst the goals. Deliani, Eric Dia from Eric Dia's changed positions twice since he <laughs> since he played at Spurs. Started off a right back, went set back, and went to DMF. He's just fantastic. I can't have run out of superlatives for the Spurs team. They've been fantastic. Tottenham second, of course, came from a uh, Kyle Walker dual cross straight to Ali. Uh, Defence switched off um, confusingly. They I thought think. he was offside. Yeah. Wasn't. Like, just made no sense. And he so. slotted it in. Then the uh, second half came. Laurie continued to keep out Southampton uh, with con- another one handed save, of course. That's what he does. What's wrong with Southampton? It's a bad run. The form coincided in Pele not scoring. Um, it's also. Like, they've been saying their best players week in, well, year in, year out, really. So a low inform was going to happen. Um, Wanyama's not been as f- effective as he used to be. They've missed Nadlin big time. Cedric hasn't been as, as as good going forward as Clan was for them. So they missed that out there. Um, it's just a combination of things. I wouldn't be too worried though if I was Southampton. They just need to. They need to. What I think, if I, what I'd do if I was Ron Coleman, I'd drop Pele for a bit, put Shane Long up front, and just get Shane Long, Tadic Chimane to run the players, and just try and force something to happen because Pele is that type of player that when he's not scoring, it affects the team because the way target men play, the ball has to go through them all the time. He they link up the play, but I would I wouldn't uh, worry too much if I was if I was a. Um, Southampton fan wouldn't worry too much if you were Southampton and I wouldn't worry too much if you were a Bournemouth fan if I'm not at all so they beat uh, West Bromwich Albion 2-1 goals from Adam Smith Charlie Daniels and uh, Gareth McCauley let's start though with uh, a bit of idiocy a bit of non-nonsensical thinking from uh, McLean McLean funny thing is last week he had the cheat to call Jurgen Klopp a bit of an idiot yeah well, and he's just been proven that he's a he, lot of an idiot yeah. for what he did. So he felt like he deserved a free kick, which he didn't. They both went for the ball. Yeah. He just got there first. His foot was higher, though. Exactly. He tried, to do, he tried to do him twice. He tried mm. to do Adam Smith twice. Mm. Then uh, he absolutely wiped out Adam Smith in, in revenge and deservedly got straight recorded. West Brom's discipline throughout the game was ridiculous. Rondon, which I'm sure you're going to go We're going to get to him, yeah. As well. But yeah. I'll tell you what, if Tony Pulis his post-match has to name drop you and tell you that you need to calm down. This is Tony Pulis as ex-manager of the Rory Delap De- era Stoke, the Mo- Mohamed Sadibi era Stoke. He's calling you out and telling you need to calm yourself down and you need to calm yourself down. Calm it down, son. Calm it down. Um, Smith's goal, uh, second half, okay, that was the main highlight of the first half. Second half came, Smith's goal, was his second, good. This is second bagger in three weeks. Yeah, it was good, but far too easy for my like. You know, I think so. He, he pretty much he um, surges into um, his position where he's about to strike unopposed. Then he plays it into the corner, but right, Myhill was too flat footed him for my liking. So if he were, if he was more alert, then he would have got there. Um, of course, 
Then a good corner in for West Brom and McCauley's glancing header uh, touched the inside of the post and went in. Used, needed a bit of goal line technology to uh, certify that goal. Uh, Dawson then should have gave West Bromwich Albion the lead with his uh, free header from, I think it was a Fletcher free kick. Free header really, 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 really should have put it in. They He was made to rue that uh, misdecision. No winner. Fletcher brought down Gosling outside the box, but a penalty was given because Mike Dean is an idiot and he's got spec savers. Um, you, can, you can easily tell I'm not an Arsenal fan. Uh, but Daniel's penalty kissed the bar and went in. Now we're going to get to Rondon. Went fully fug. Fug mode there. Butted. Uh, I don't know who it was. He headbutted him and Charlie kicked Daniels, him. I think. Just unlucky, yeah. What what was he thinking there? He's it's like end head. of the game as He's well. He lost his head. I don't know. I just don't know why he did that. To be honest, I, there was no actual real thing that happened to him beforehand for him to just Mm-mm. he just lost his head in it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it seemed like on every every player, I guess, could have their moments of seeing red, but there was that was just nonsensical, man. It was nonsensical. Simple as that. So I mean, <laughs> there's no defense for him at the end of the day, and he let his team down because it was two one. It was the end of the game, I guess, but now you're missing... It was a straight red, wasn't it? Straight red, yeah. yeah so now you're missing three games. That's going to be three games as well because it was violent play. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. And um, Berahino being criticised by um, Pulis saying that, you know, he's not showing his form because of the Tottenham Because at the end of the day, we all know that he's staying and he's playing at West Brom. He's retracted his statements. At the end of the day, he just wants to leave West Brom. So, regardless, his performances aren't going to be up there. So... You know, you've just got an unhappy striker replacing a striker who should be playing well, which he was playing okay, but, you know, stupid behaviour. And that's for James McLean. I've just got to say about him, he's just a twat. Bournemouth, though, three wins in, in uh, three games so far. Yeah. Looking good. Simple Looking good. That. Looking good. And they probably might add one or two to their squad in the, in the January transfer window just to bolster it. It looks like um, Eddie House signs to get a a firm grip on how the Premier League works now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're still sticking to, their, sticking to their philosophy, but now they've found a, a new way of holding teams. So, like, when it went to Chelsea, they didn't really look like they were still struggling against Chelsea. They didn't struggle against Man United, and this game, they didn't struggle either. Same, some might say, you know, it was 10 men, you were dominating the game that long, it should be more than 2-1. But... Away from home. But exactly, but exactly. And then they, they won. So, regardless of whether it was 2-1, 3-1, 5-1, they got the three points. That's what matters when you're trying to stay up. And it's against a team that's going to be battling to try and stay up as well. West Brom will be around that area. They'll stay up. They probably will, but, you know, just for now. So, I mean, it was, it was good to see. It was good to see, but, um, yeah, I mean, let's see. Let's see, indeed. Bournemouth, three wins in three. Crystal Palace can't stop winning away from home. Uh, that game finished 2-1. Goals from Conor Wickham. Bojan and Chung Young Lee, goal of the season contender, top bins of the season contender. Is that what we're going to call it? Uh, it might not be because I've got I've got two more. I think that I yeah yeah. <laughs> uh oh, that one was beautiful. But we'll get there later. We'll get there later. So there we go. Well. Oh yeah, um, Newcastle one. Are you? Are you? Walcott. Walcott. It was a good weekend for no, him. Walcott wasn't better than yeah yeah. Sorry, so let's move that out of the way already. Oh god, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's get back to uh, Stoke. Oh, it's very similar, yeah. Crystal Palace. Van Ginkel could have uh, given uh, Stoke the early lead as his shot flashed against the post. Really unlucky. Then uh, Whelan tripped Zaha in the box. Good, bet. 
Good decision from the ref. It was a clear penalty. And uh, Wickham's penalty was thumped down the middle. Second half came. Hennessy got a strong palm onto Johnson's shot. And Alnatovic deflected shot. Fizz past the post as well. Hennessy had a really good game because he was, was at it again. Got down really quick uh, for yeah that um, that Arnautovic shot. Um, Delaney gave away a penalty for handball. Maybe it might have been a harsh, harsh decision. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harsh. Harsh, yeah. Harsh. I call it harsh. Yeah, I'm thinking about it because I'm thinking about whether it should have been a penalty or not, which means it was a harsh decision. Mm. Uh, yep, so... Uh, consensus agrees. Um, Hennessy got a hand on the Bojan's uh, penalty, but it wasn't enough. He punched the ground in frustration after he. Uh, he should have got. He should have. should have saved. Some you just can't save, man. It's good exactly. So, you know, I mean, I understand the frustration, but uh, some things you can't. You can't help. You can't, yeah, you can't save everything, man. You've got, You're you not expected to save penalties. We're gonna keep her anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Lee Chung Young, on for two minutes, places a shot inside the side of the net. Beautiful. Beautiful goal. Very windy, if you can hear that. If you can't, then I just say it's very windy. Um, Somebody's hungry. Oh, yeah, must have been nicely. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Um, yeah, so when I was pretty stoked about the City game, it was Jeff Cameron I was thinking of that time. I think they tried to do this, replicate the same thing again. They lost to a wonder goal. It was just that simple. Mm. I think um, Stoke were the better side, I'm totally honest. They did dominate the game. You know, they did it again, they're four three three, obviously off the f- the front three obviously being the how it's gonna be for the rest of the season, Bojan, Anatovic and Shakiri. Um but Palace worried me a little bit. I know they won the game, but they were affording a lot of space to the dangerous players up front. A lot. Especially there was one moment when um Shakiri might have been leading up to the penalty, I'm not sure. But Shakiri worked a corner in, it went back to his wing and he had so much Yeah, time. yeah. To then control it, look up, control it, look up again, think, well, I'm okay. Yeah, so, so I was just, was just ball yeah. watching. It was almost like it was getting ready to take a free kick. It was like, well, you know, I've got time to do this. So I worry for them in that regard because I trust um, um, Palace and the party to be a quite, <laughs> to be a quite solid defensive team. So it was quite disappointing to see that. But that goal, you know, they say some goals deserve to win games, so... Indeed, so, indeed. I mean, it was no Zidane against Leverkusen, but it was a damn good goal. I'll tell you one thing that so. Pardew said, which is one of the reasons why I just find the guy hilarious. He said, that goal would have woken up the Asia. whole of Asia. Yeah. God's sake. What a no. <laughs> he, call, he, he calls him Chungy as well. Yeah. Oh. Jesus Christ, oh. man. Jesus Christ. Oh. Look, Pardew's got a history of being it's, it's, insensitive and being a bit of a knob. It's like like shagging. all over again. Have you have you heard about what, uh, what I'm not like? Okay, this is allegedly because you know I don't want to get myself already put in this podcast of trouble. But did you hear about the Jose Fonte situation where he he got left? Where he got stuff from Southampton. We cheated with his wife or something like that. Yes, yeah. Jose Fonte's wife got on the Silver Fox Pardiola himself. <laughs> <laughs> did his thing still? Um, That's what we really need so to do. He... Better wife. <laughs> Raw. Don't endorse cheating here. <laughs> <laughs> on the frame before podcast. Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not on that thing still, but you know. Just, just saying, saying Greg, part of you has got previous and been quite... Nasty person. Quite, yeah. Insensitive yeah. being a better word. Okay. But, um, yeah, no. <laughs> got hiccups. Oh, shit. But no. he will also be the New England manager when Hodgson retires. <laughs> Eventually. But no, if you don't play well, 
and you win, then that's only a good sign. So credit to them. Uh, Stoke, I think Stoke played all right. I, I wanted, uh, there's no reason for them to worry. They dominate the game. They, they will leave. Why can't, they, oh, me, you why can't they win home games? You know what is, I think. It's harder. And also, you got to remember the, the conditions at the Britannia. It's a very, very wind swirly pitch. Like, it's always quite hard to play at the Britannia because the wind really controls the ball. And, you know, with the players that they've got, their passing game is a little bit altered by it. The thing is, like, Stoke will be fine. Yeah. And the thing is, the way the league is set up, it, the away wins are way more common than they ever were because that is the main tactic now. Sit back. Because the 4-2-3-1 allows you to do that. You sit back and you just hit on the car. You sit back and hit on the car. And that's what, the, that's what they've been doing. Let's get to one of Pardew's old teams. Well, yeah, one of them. He's been around the block. Uh, Newcastle. Who are the ones we were talking about? Their game finished... 1 1. It was absolutely dire. <laughs> yeah. They should have won the game, though. They should have won the game. Yeah. Um, they they let Villa do to them what they did to Tottenham, except that the Tottenham obviously Villa didn't win. But Villa had no right coming away from that game with a point. Simple as that. And I don't understand this whole let's bench Mitrovic thing instead of Cissé. Neither do I. Cause and Perez. And Perez. Because, I mean. When you're playing at home, you're afforded to play more of your attacking players. Yeah. I don't understand what he's doing. Papacice is not scoring goals like he was when he first joined. Pap- I think we need to get over that. There's, yeah. nof- there's nothing in Papacice's game that is better than Mitrovic's, other than, other than his mental temperament. Simple as that. Simple as that. So, I mean, <laughs> Steve McCarran, I'll never understand that fool. But, you know, handing that Miss Paz in press conferences and yeah. getting aired by all the journalists. But, um, no, to be honest, I mean, Newcastle just has to come from the get away from this game disappointed. You got into a good run of form, you got your relegation places, you start to get some good points. Home to Villa is a game you should be winning. Because for, before this game, they had six points, now they're on seven. They're not providing anything. Yeah. And credit, Ayu's goal was damn good. Oh my God. It was damn good, but you've gifted them a point. You should have put that game to bed before they even had that chance to score that goal. So, um, you know, uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to go in on the defending. Or particular Jolie Lescott. You are the most experienced man in that Villa back four. What in the blue hell are you doing losing Colacini that easily? That was it seemed like a rehearsed free kick. Or oh, corner kick, sorry. You know I do you think so? It looked it, it like he just drove it across the box. And um, who who sidestepped? I think one of the players like or, or dummied it. And it fell onto the path of Colicini who, who, who dropped off. I think that was rehearsed. I don't know. Cause I, I Either don't, way, if, way, if, if Lusco keeps on his man, then he at least gets a block on an already scuffed shot from Colicini. The, the way I saw it, shit corner, to be honest. And that's what I thought. I, thought, I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, this is a poor corner. And I saw how many players were missing. I was like, whoa, this, what's going on? I saw Colicini here and I was like, okay, keeper saves this. No. Just, it was just a dumb, it was a silly goal. It was a silly goal to concede. And even though I was saying Newcastle should have won that, at the same time, you know, you can still go like that. That's why you are down Where you are, yeah. With seven points, because, to be honest, in my opinion, a goal like that shouldn't be allowed in any case. Julian Lescott is one of the experienced men in that Villa team full stop. He's captain. Yep. Well, Mika Richards wasn't playing, wasn't yeah, he? He dropped, no, he dropped. He dropped. Remigal dropped him. He's um, new, Lescott's new captain. Well, yeah, well, Lescott had to because... He said he's got a passion for the club. He loves the club since, you know, he's experienced. He's the most experienced player in the squad. 
So I'm, he's I'm the most experienced player in the squad. But did he lose his Colvacini like that? I don't it's know. like when people lose Peter Crouch in the air. It's just ridiculous. Uh, you can see Colacini's dumb, fluffy hair running into the box. You should be able to keep your man. Let's get to that IU girl, though. It was a banger. Yeah. Simple as that. It was, it was fantastic. Um, being afforded that space, I'm not sure, but credit to the goal at the end of the day. It was a fantastic strike, man. I can't, I can't fault it. It was fantastic. Um, it's weird, even though he's his right. Him both, Villa and Swansea are exactly in great positions, but the way um, he's turned his form around, I guess, and Dede's Ayu's form has dropped down. It's it's quite funny to see. Um, Ayu just seems to be playing for his future now. In terms of, like, yeah, I think he's just looking to do things as an addition now because yeah. Villa ain't they ain't staying up. It's too late. It's not at all. Seven points. No, they're done. You're, you're not gaining that many points. So every team around them is picking up points here and there. Yeah. Norwich picking up points. Bournemouth picking up points. Chelsea picking up points. Swansea got a draw this weekend. Every team is picking up points near them. So let's uh, let's have a bit of laughs now. Let's all laugh at Liverpool. Let's all laugh at Liverpool. Let's all laugh at Liverpool. Let's all. Let's all. Let's uh, I, I, I seriously I, I know, don't know I know Dini and Igalo Bullied Skirtle yeah. Bullied Skirtle and Nathan Ake had an amazing game yeah. and I hope Chelsea watch it because that's their young player there that's their young player that's starting week in week out for what for performing like that you've got Igalo who's leaving defenders on their ass every week with that little spin that he does you've got Dini absolutely Showing that he's bored of the target man with that amazing link up play that he's got. He's got his the eye for a pass that he has is fantastic. Um, and also we should we should, we saw a quite clear flaw in the in the game compressing, which is the <laughs> long ball. Not necessarily a hoof, but the longer pass yeah, because well, it pushes your team. Not Stoke, back. but well, well, dis- um, a well tactical, a good tactical decision. Yeah. On that long pass thing, um, I heard something from uh, Graham Sooners that really annoyed me, and I, I respect the guy. He speaks quite a lot of sense, so I, I'm not going to try and trash him. But he came out with this whole, um, you know, Kiki Ferris came from Spain, and you know, it, it was probably ignorance essentially. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't think that he played a long ball, but he actually knows how to play a long ball. Look, that. You you guys are so far yeah you guys are so far behind, I mean can we now revolution try and say oh now look at the way we're playing this game here we're playing this we're England playing have a revolution trying to stake a claim in long ball football England Jesus have, Christ England have a revolutionised football for a long 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 time maybe two hundred years it's not it's not your game anymore <laughs> it's not like, also Kike Ferro is managed Atletico Madrid he's not a bug like, oh he came from La Liga you're expecting this whole pretty on the short passing football no, that's, that, that's not how they work they play football that's necessary to their game you go and watch some clubs in La Liga some of them play a long ball football a lot Barca play long ball football when they need to yeah but their long balls are so precise that it doesn't, it doesn't look like long ball football true but they still do it so like you know that, that ignorance needs to leave man. it does it's, it's xenophobia to be honest with you yeah like, I respect the guy I, I really do but you're saying things like that it's silly. I mean, they're better than that, man. Very silly. You know who wants silly? Low. Ake, Igalo, and Igalo again. I take it back. You know who was silly? Bogdan. What on earth was he doing? You know what? Let's do this, innit? Because Liverpool fans here, I, I, I brought it down about this straight up on Saturday. Liverpool fans here, or is it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Um, Liverpool fans on Twitter 
just for the game, we're like, oh, ha, ha, many days not starting. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my head, I'm thinking, but you got Bogdan. Cool. Bogdan, Bogdan left Bolton <laughs> in so, a relegation scrap. Exactly. So, so how, and he was their first choice keeper. So how good a keeper do you really think he is? So obviously, me, I tweet, yeah, I literally tweet, Liverpool fa- no, Liverpool fans are laughing at me all day that, that they ain't got Bogdan in goal. I press tweet on my phone so the tweet goes through. As soon as this tweet sent, a corner comes in. Bogdan catches and drops it. And he okay, one nil. Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. Um, it, sip my drink. Sip your drink. Igalo scored. Bit of link-up play between uh, Dini and uh, himself. Out, completely out-muscled Skirtle. Fired it across Bogdan, who, once again, should have saved that. There's no way. It's, it's not so far into the court, into the go- the corner. The pace of the shot. Well, there was a lot of pace. Of Sam, you, you, know, you know how much he ripped um, Skirtle? He's injured for about six months, yeah. six weeks now, isn't it? Because the next time they had a little clash in the, in, on the pitch, he barred Skirtle and then Skirtle felt his hamstring go away. Oh, jeez. So, how Bronx is Dini exactly? Yeah. Because now I start to think, is he the player in the Premier League that you don't want to bank? Because he'll bang you. He will cost her. I'm not being funny, but just the way that they played, the way that their Watford organised themselves, the way that they attacked and defended was amazing. They played fantastically well and they did their job. They they sought out the weaknesses of Liverpool and really did exploit them. Um, on Liverpool, how little does Jurgen Klopp rate Benteke? Oh, yeah. yeah he's going soon. He, he just stinks the, the, not I mean, it's, it's paper talk, but um, Benteke's been linked to Chelsea. So. Replacement for Costa. Yeah, at least he has, he has a better attitude, so hey, there you go. Um, no, I mean, I mean, if Liverpool fans were expecting big things to happen straight away, it, wasn't gonna, it was never going to be like that because they've got a lot of work to do before they get to a level where... To a team full of six out of ten players. Yeah, yeah they really are. It's... It's going to be hard for them. I mean, yeah, you popped City. Um, you popped Southampton 6-1. On a cup game, though. Yeah, but yeah, so <laughs> you scoreline, though. And Southampton did play their first team. So yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give, them give them a bit of praise. But it, those are two results. You know, at the end of the day, West Ham beat Arsenal 2 know, Look at where Arsenal or West Ham. You, you know it's going to happen, but, you know, it happens. So they've got a lot of work to do. But that's the thing. You know, Klopp, the football you can see is really improving. And Liverpool's aspects, you know, before they were trying to do, they were trying to do a similar thing that Brendan Rodgers was doing, but Brendan Rodgers was playing it the wrong way. And I think Klopp has more respect. Ha- he has, he gets more respect off the players as well. So this three 0 loss was bad, but this is not his team. For me, give him the summer to then go and buy his players. You know, same thing with um, I said I tried to say about um, Sherwood before he proved me so so badly wrong. Me right, you know. Sorry. <laughs> And um, same thing we said about Pochettino. Mm. You know, he came to the club, let him buy his players. And look at them. He got them in and now look at them. You know, he's played that. The only player he didn't buy was Lamella. But he said, you know, I like Lamella. I can see his quality. And now Lamella stands for So, you know, just give him the time. You need to be how good he is. We don't need to worry about him. He'll eventually get them into a stride and then they'll start doing well. But um, no, Watford was fantastic, man. And what, they won't put behind my head? One, one point of top four. Exactly. So, I mean, I think with Tottenham's, like I said before, from before, but, um, no, man, I mean, it's good to see that, you know, them Palace as well, pushing for that, that area. Like, also, Watford, 
Watford's success has been played down because of Leicester's success. I think Watford wouldn't have it any other way because they're able to go about their business without any pressure. Exactly, no lie. If you hear about Watford, we first thing here is Igalo, but the whole team is doing something great. The manager is doing something great as well. And the thing he does with the team is every time they have an opponent, he studies them very well and he adjusts his tactics so that when they're playing the team, they can be effective against that certain team. That's why they pop Liverpool 3 0. They had them from the oh go. They took the lead after what two minutes, yeah. And it wasn't it was an unfortunate goal for Liverpool to concede, but it, it was a precedent to the way the game was going to exactly. go. You, you do uh, not what not at one point could you tell me you thought Liverpool were going to come back exactly. So no fair play to them man. They're just making a great progression. Promoted side as well. It's good to see man. Good to see. Good to see. You know it wasn't good to see. Swansea was them. That match was bad. That's probably one of your better segues on the podcast. What's that, sorry? Probably one of your better segues. Oh, thank you very much. I thought you were going to say about this. Neither do I. It was was (laughs) 30 shots, 30 shots. Yeah, there you go. 30 shots um, combined, four on target. Oh, shit. Can we all... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez, man. Will will Bilsa whip them to shape if it is Bilsa? I would love Bielsa to be the new... Oh, my apologies. um, Sorry. Bielsa. Yeah. Bielsa. I'd love Bielsa to be <laughs> their manager of Swansea, but apparently there have been some hiccups in the talks. Mm. Um, but I don't know if Swansea have the workers for him, but that's a completely different subject. I, I, I wouldn't go if I was him. Um, yeah. It would, yeah. The, the, if, the, if I was him, I wouldn't go. Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah, exactly what you just said. Like. Plus, his reputation is fantastic. I, I, I don't... I don't see Swansea getting relegated, but the way they're performing, yeah. they're there for a reason. This is a bad Swansea team at the moment, which is yeah. weird because at the start of the season, they were flying. And then John Joshua opened his mouth. You said this last week, man. It was like... I would say every week. It's kiss, it's karma. His kiss of death. He he gave the team the kiss of death. Um, I don't know with Swansea, to be honest. I don't know why this has happened. I don't know where this has come from. Because every time I look at their team, I think, yeah, they're live. Why are they where they are? And they just, they keep underperforming. The lack of potential we're talking about, though, because defensively, they're poor. Very poor. It's mm. a you can't cover. Key, you can't play Key and Sigerson together. They're not defensive in any way. Neither is Montero. Neither is Ayu. Exactly. Like, it's, it's Jack, so Cork isn't, Jack Cork isn't enough to cover that team. If it was good enough, Southampton wouldn't have sold him. After they're still standing as well. Right. Yeah. Oh, the, um. Let's see. West Ham. Is it? Is why? Why is it? Pie, no pie and no win. No, it's not just no pie and no win. The Lolandini, like Sacco. Sacco. has just come back from fitness. Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll. Their attacking options are shocking as well. Yelovich played up front. Elevator had to come off the bench. Um, and you just come back off a relatively long term injury. But Jelovic is starting for a mid-table Premier League side, and he he is a mid-table Premier League striker. It was Sam Allardyce signing, right? Uh, he was no, at no, Everton. Was... It was Moises. No, 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 no. no. For, for West Ham, you no, summer. No, it was Billich. It was Billich. Oh, yeah. Billich, Billich brought his boy in. That's basically oh, what it right, was. Because right. Finn got sacked as soon as the season finished last year. Didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right. Let's raise the spirits. Let's get to our final game. Your, your spirits. Your spirits, indeed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My spirits, then. Let's be, let me be selfish. Arsenal 2, Manchester City 1. He left this to the last game. after the last after, game? After, no, 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 wait, wait. After surgically removing Arsenal to the first game last week. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. 
Yeah, well, we won. Fuck you. Um, goals from Theo Walker and Giroud, and of course Yaya Torre with. Uh, I'm gonna say yeah. top bins. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. Is that gonna be the winner? <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry, but the man let the ball run across. <laughs> he took the side foot. Side foot. He took the shot like he's playing. Um, what's it called? What's that game called when you is it one touch when you kick the ball onto the wall? Yeah, and you can't touch it and then the person yeah, one touch, one touch. You just, you just let it, it's just like a normal pass. Like yeah, there you go, there you go, take it. Like it was just class. Do you know ruin, how, ruin chess day though. Do you know how good class. the goal? Do you know how good the goal it was? It was such a good goal. I said this to you when it, when it actually happened. It was such a good goal that half the stadium didn't think it was in when he scored. It was just like what? what? Did it go in? <laughs> Shit, it went in. Like, very often you see check looking like David James when he's lost. Yeah. You know, ironically, ironically, not yeah. being able to beat David James' clean cheat record. Just looking at the ball. Just, it, was, oh, it, was just, it, was, it was it was scrumptious, man. That's not the right description of, to use, but fuck it. It, it is. Scrumptious. It was scrumptious. Very scrumptious. scrumptious. Like a crumpet. Yeah. Like a crumpet, that Torre. Like a crumpet. Yeah, waffles, waffles. I don't I don't like what, what crumpets to mention. Anyway, <laughs> KDB had an early chance to score. Put it wide after having... Free reign, Mertesacker didn't see Arsenal should've playing the high line. No, really should have scored. You should have scored. scored, I think. He has to get on target. He has to get on target at least. That, that's, you're free, unchallenged. There's no need for you to miss hit the ball. You have to get that on target. No, he didn't miss hit at all. I think he, he got a clean he strike. He clean just strike. missed it. He just missed. Well, he well, should, he should have either hit on target or squared it. Yeah. Namely, squared it because Silver was well, I mean, free. Mertesacker was at fault for uh, not to take it back no it was Kisholdi Kisholdi and Monreal Monreal were at fault for the first one but Mertesacker made up for it uh, really really good positioning allowed him not to uh, square it to excuse me Silver and yeah Arsenal went up the other end Kisholdi played a nice pass to Ozil like you highlighted yesterday like you highlighted yesterday, Darren. All right, well, calm down. No, good. I think I think it's because it's going to Ozil here, right? Yeah, you know exactly what's going to have to be said. Uh, Ozil then finds Walker with an exquisite, exquisite short pass, <laughs> like a five, like yard exquisite pass. five yard pass. You know what's jokes, yeah. Yeah. We all caught after the game said, you know, he sees passes that other people can't see. Those were two of the most <laughs> basic passes <laughs> you're ever going to make. And he's getting the most praise. They all count. They all count when you got a record to break, Michael. Like he's God. He's the God of assists. Hey, he's like five away from Thierry's on Ree's record, he's, right? He's, he's being called a legend now, apparently. Won't go that far, yeah. Oh, you won't go that far. Yeah. You won't rail it back in, yeah. Also fans really need to, to learn the phrase read it in. Yeah. Reel it in. Then Walcott strike rocketed past Joe Hart. Really, unbelievable really finish. Unbelievable Joe finish. Hart, he's bangers always. Always. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then another Ozil assist as his pass was late. Laid it off for uh, Giroud who powered it through Hart's legs. This year, this is one of those goals, one of those moments where I just look at every Arsenal fan and think, oh, you still don't rate Giroud. <laughs> you still don't rate Giroud. That was... was fantastic. The finish... Was class. I got, do you see what he does to Mangala? Mangala was trying to chase him, then he moved the other way, and then he bamboozled. He also went up. Mangala does it to himself, man. Yeah. Mangala does but it to himself. But then you also look at the fact that that was his first and only real clear sh- shot. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, the goal. Yeah. Got to give him praise for that, too. And on Mangala for that goal, by the way. To give that, that whatever that was, to give the ball to Ozil. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mangala, Mangala has done nothing but shit on his own reputation since he's moved to England. It's not nothing to prove to me that he's... He was 40 million. 42, you know, he's yeah. really disappointed me, though. 
Otamendi. I thought Otamendi was going to be a rock for them, and he's just he's I wavered. Think, I think he really needs company. He needs company, yeah. He, he needs company. He's desperate. I don't think he's a leader. So is Demarcadis. So is Magala. Yeah, when? Demarcadis is shocking. When is a Man City defender gonna step up and be counted when company can't play? God knows. He can't, you can't use this excuse All every time. single week. Yeah. Oh, company's not fit, so we're gonna be shit defending. That's just what's gonna happen. I'm sorry. It doesn't work like that. Second half, um, Arsenal a chance after chance to kill the game off. Campbell um, twice Ramsey. and Ramsey. Oh. Who should have finished off that? I don't know whether he was trying to cross it into Walcott or not even. Oh, he got two. I talk, I, I'm, I'm talking about the um, the great bit of play between Ozil Campbell and then uh, uh, what's it? Um, Ramsey should have really finished off. Should have really chipped him, but he just he, he got confused because he's fucking useless. That's why. Anyway, anyway, Aguero wasn't ready to return, was he? No, no, no. No, they must Aguero should have come on the pitch with 10, 15 minutes left to go. Instead of starting that game, but this is the thing about City, and this this is where I get annoyed with City because they did uh, not to the extent that Van Hal did, but letting Jekyll go on on loan was silly because you're not, you're clearly not giving Boney the chances he needs. Boney is only confident when he's the man, like he proved at Swansea. So you've obviously proved you, Jekyll when he came on super sub starting whatever. This guy got you goals. He got you got when you won the title. Girl got thirty something. He still got twenty four. I, I, feel, mm, I feel like like it came down to more pressure from Zeko to to get out of the team. I think that was the only option that City were, were willing to listen yeah, to. Just the fact that, it was the fact that, that that they they located a striker. He was proficient to come off the bench, hmm. and they needed that type of striker to to lead the. Line. I get that completely, but I think Zeko wanted his first in football. But that's the thing. But that's the reason why he isn't wasn't happy. The reason why Boni isn't happy, whether he likes to admit it or not. And the reason why Jovetic ran away as well is because at the end of the day, I understand that Aguero is the man. I understand the level Aguero is at. But when you make these other three feel just incompetent, it's basically like, hey, you know what? It don't matter. You guys can... It's like they're babysitting for Aguero. They're yeah. babysitting that centre-forward spot for Bonny, Aguero. Bonny could go on a run of 10 games and score 15 goals in those 10 games. And as soon as Aguero comes back, he's from back off the, onto the bench. It's like, so what am I here for? Mm. So I understand that why Aguero has to be played. Everyone understands that it's Sergio Conaguero, but you can't leave. I hate the guy as well, fucking hell. <laughs> but you know you can't, you can't not respect the other players that you've got there. That's the mistake you're making. So you know, there's going to be a state of where they're going to keep bringing these strikers in who are just going to be sitting back. Ihenacho. Mm. Well, to be honest, it, I think Aguero said he's leaving in 2019. Yeah, he's back home for Yeah, so. Yeah. They go, they go away. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know who Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah, so Campbell was uh knackered when he came off, and rightly so. He's, he ran ragged. Uh, not ran. He's not, no. He was he, very he ran erratically. Yes. Very nice work. Thank you very much, Dan. Um. Sterling should have uh had a pen with Mertesacker like bundle him over in the box. But well, don't tell anybody because nobody spoke about it. Nobody cares. I don't. Got three points. Um. Let's see what your dad. Oh, sure. I'll fuck up about that. Wow. That was, the most that was hilarious. Wow. That was Absolutely hilarious. Amazing, yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> Navas really should have, uh, shot. Navas he... just has absolutely no confidence of himself when it comes to their goal scoring opportunities. Just like absolutely none. He's just like the Sterling. Who, by the way, has done nothing to the, into my <laughs> thought process of him? 
when I saw him blade, I was thinking, Michael's going to say he's just an over-expensive show like Phillips. You know, you know, I wish Mark was here because I was watching that at Mark's house and then all I see is, oh, he's on for Delph. Which, by the way, I don't even know why he started in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, <laughs> I can't even explain that. And he's starting on the left side of midfield. Like, I'm really not even going on Delph because he's enough of a... Apparently, they feared like Bellerin and Campbell. Oh, what was it? Yeah, it was Campbell. They were not the biggest It was better than attacking out wide. Mm. But, then, but, then, but then they did that, but allowed Ozil to just constantly pick up the ball from wide Fuck. positions and come inside of it. Fuck. The opposition danger. You're supposed to be the best team in the Premier League. You people, you screamed that. We've got this guy. We've got this guy. Play to your strengths and pop them then. You playing Fabian Delph on the left side of midfield. Fabian Delph. Fabian Delph. He's not even the left side of midfield though. He wasn't playing left side of midfield for Aston Villa. I don't think he's ever played left side midfield. Ever. So we put him off and he put him standing on. Okay, I understand that you put him for 50, was it? 50 million, was it? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he is a winger, so I guess he has to play there. But, you know, go for Ashton White Phillips. And my worst mark was, so what's this guy going to do? That was my response as well. Simple. Like, he doesn't, he's not done anything to me. Oh, he's got a hash against Bournemouth. Three of those goals were gifted to him, mate. Yeah, uh, Simple as that. The goals in that game were, were ridiculous. Fault. Yeah, yeah Bournemouth's so, fault. But I, I've just not seen anything from him to say, wow, finally. People are like, I, mean, I don't rate him that. Really, you don't rate him? Uh, yeah, watch him. Tory's goal. He's not that good. No, no, Tory's goal, yeah, yeah. See, that was it. I hate City, but fam, that goal was buff. Listen, I have to be straight up with myself, innit? Like, I saw the ball roll to him. I was like, what's he going to do? And I saw, I, I didn't even see his ball, I didn't see his foot move. I saw, the, I saw the ball flying I was like Ross I was confused I was confused I was like Ooh. I was just watching Check looking up I'm like why is Check looking up Like I did, it didn't it didn't hit me that it hit the back of the net I just didn't see the ball I didn't that, see that's what I was saying it was such a good goal people didn't know it went in it was so good like wow even watch City fans even watch the game back again yeah the ball hits the net it rolls around the net they hear yeah. like, oh, oh sweet it's actually gone in it was oh class absolute class but Yaya Torre, start on Yaya Torre. This is going to be a ridiculous one as well. He had more touches in the last 20 minutes of the game than he did for the whole entire game before that point. Yeah, he showed up in the last 20 minutes. Yeah, he Yaya up, Torre yeah. went, oh, shit, I'm in the game here. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> I've got to start playing. And you, if you're in the title race, as weird as this one, you need everybody to be on the ball 100%. See, He's got never been 100% though. Maybe apart from that season when, they've won, like when they've won 20 the, goals or when they've like? won the title they've won it at such a canter barring the Aguero time mm. but I think that was more I think that was more down to the fact that they were facing Man United no, I they've won, they won the title twice yeah I'm saying other than that one time they didn't win the title because it was the last day wasn't it yeah what the Aguero one not the Aguero the other one the next one what the one where Liverpool nearly won it no. yeah no, they did yeah they did win it last day yeah no, it was weird though. If Liverpool had to win and City had to lose, yeah. But, but well, Liverpool had to win by a lot. Liverpool had to win by like uh, over six or seven that's goals. That's my point with City though. With the the team they've built, they they shouldn't be struggling to win it like that. You know what I mean? They're just I look at them sometimes. I just think, do you really have the mental capacity to 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 maintain your level? Yeah. Is this is one of the reasons why they they're not going to do well in Europe, even though they've got a good draw this year. Quarterfinals at most. Mentally, right. they don't have it. 
They don't have it. They don't have it. They Look, don't have it. Just a look. They've got players like they've got players like Sami Nasri in the backup who aren't push. They're not pushing to get that that least that that um that that spot in the first team. Nasri's look at the way. Look at the way that Akwazaki's performing for Leicester. Nasri's giving up on life, mate. He's giving up on yeah, life. but I'm just <laughs> uh, I'm just saying there's not enough competition. And there's not enough effort that City are putting um, in. Just a quick on Arsenal. Okay. I just worry. This is good for them. It's very good. Fanny did another, another title challenge. But, again, I hope, for their sake, mm-hmm. it's not a case of, we're doing so well now and you're going to allow yourself to falter on. Not this year. It can't don't, be this year. Don't do it again. <laughs> you <laughs> can't do it again. They're being handed the title or the silver platter at the moment. It happened with the Eduardo thing. Oh, God. And then... You might just have to bring that the one year, up. <laughs> the year with Ramsey scoring how many goals from midfield. I think the year when... Um, Nasri had a great first half season as well. You're, you guys were flying up there as well. Mm. How many times are Arsenal allowed to happen? You've got the players now, but now Sanchez is injured, and that's a that's a worrying precedent because now when your your best players start getting injured, it's a worry. Yeah, but they beat they beat Man City without no. Kozola, Koko, well, and they, also well, they, well, they beat Man City, but then ever since they scored their one goal in the four one loss against Tottenham, they had not scored an away goal since. So City away from home is not exactly a hard game at the moment. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, just try and keep it going. Keep on the ball. Because if not, and you let Leicester win the title, to be honest, that's quite embarrassing to Wenger. Straight up. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you haven't won the title for 11 years. You let a team come from the championship. And then the one year you finally beat Manchester United, Manchester City, Chelsea. Leicester come there. Yeah. No, it can't happen. You can't let it happen. Yeah. That's Here's a stat, though. Last two times Arsenal won the league, I feel like they, were, the love. Yeah, they were second at Christmas. So... Maybe, 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 maybe it's in the is yeah, destiny. Maybe, maybe, maybe Luke is somebody's father. I don't know. Nope, sorry, <sighs> wrong way around. Anyway, yeah. fuck it. Don't worry. Star Wars reference. Anyway, Star Wars reference. It was good. I liked it. This isn't a football. This isn't a film review podcast. No, it's football. I haven't seen it yet. And uh, <laughs> um, anyway, top bins also. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, gotta yeah, be. Yeah, cool. Top bins. What bins? Top bins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Cool. Darren players of the week and fuck ups of the week. Fuck ups of the week. I'm calling it that now. Fuck it. Fuck ups of the week. The whole made out of team and Louis Van Gaal. And Fabregas. No, no, no. Actually, I'm getting it wrong. No, no. Fuck ups of the week. Chelsea. Even though they won because they fucked up on such a big level that they've lost the trust of the fans after, uh, after their best performance this season. You have to really think about how weird that is um, successes of the week it's got to be Leicester isn't it it's got to be Leicester it's got, it's got to be Leicester <laughs> got to be Leicester not Arsenal now chill, just beat Man City you, you beat a team that has scored one goal in three months um, away from home shut the fuck up shut the fuck up it's not all about Arsenal oh, anyway if you uh, lose <laughs> to if you lose to Leicester City Leicester City if you lose to Tell Leicester City Jesus Christ ah boy Boy, 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 boy. The summer will just be memes of Arsenal getting banter, bantered off, banter, banter, banter. You won't banter, be able to enjoy the Euros. Next week's fixtures, well, Boxing Day fixtures. Yeah, yeah. Stoke City, Manchester United. United one, Stoke two. Uh, Stoke were at home though, so it would have been <laughs> Stoke two. I knew when I said that. You know. Manchester United one. Oh, but anyway, I knew, I knew you were cool about that. Um, I'm actually, I know I'm gonna be kind of be optimistic in it. Stoke no main United two. Stop lying. Aston Villa West Ham. Stop lying, you know. Aston Villa West Ham. Dill Dill. Aston Villa one no. Dill Dill. That's gonna be a minus one, minus one. Really bad game. 
<laughs> Bournemouth Crystal Palace. Bournemouth three two. Good match that. Yeah, yeah. likewise. Bournemouth three two. I'll go for the exact same score. Chelsea Watford. Watford one. Chelsea one. Two I just wa- two one Watford, every time I look at Chelsea, I keep thinking that their bad runs are over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Carlos going to do some dirty flipping Terry, you know, free peak. Uh, Liverpool Leicester. Leicester four. Liverpool oh, two. Wow, wow. Uh, Leicester one nil. I think they'll sneeze it this time. Oh, that game's going to be the best game of the weekend. Uh, City Sunderland. Sunderland nil. City five. Sunderland. Sunderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why do you think? I don't get it, man. Um, <laughs> City three <City>, nil. <laughs> <laughs> Swansea West Brom that's gonna be bad as well that's a no deal no what's wrong with it? no yeah I like no no yeah fucking no, no. Uh, Tottenham Norwich sorry Norwich Tottenham 4-1 straight up Tottenham 3 Norwich 1 they're not <laughs> Newcastle Everton Everton no mm. Newcastle 1 Everton 3 and South I'll, I'll, the goals. I'll go with that yeah Southampton Arsenal Southampton 1-0 Arsenal 2 Southampton 1 <laughs> 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 the table is as follows uh, Leicester are top Arsenal Man City and uh, Tottenham make the top four Man United are fifth Crystal Palace sixth Watford seventh eighth West Ham ninth Liverpool and tenth Everton eleventh twelfth thirteenth fourteenth are Stoke Southampton West Brom Bournemouth Chelsea are fifteenth yes I repeat Chelsea are fifteenth Norwich 16th. We've gone almost halfway through the season with you doing Yes, I repeat Chelsea exposition. <laughs> it's great. Uh, uh, Newcastle 17th. Uh, relegation zone are Swansea, Sunderland and Wait, Aston what? Villa. Swansea in the relegation zone? Yeah. That's why I was trying to get on them. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Michael, where can they find us? Uh, Twitter, free in midfield. Soundcloud.com slash free in midfield. www.freeinmidfield.com don't do that on this audio only podcast <laughs> nobody saw it <laughs> I saw it it burned my eyes it hurt my soul hurt my soul Darren hashtag FM <laughs> okay hopefully they can retweet us no maybe maybe one day maybe one day product placement product placement indeed um, it's been another sponsor us hashtag we are the badges Jesus Christ it's been another week of the free and midfield podcast Good night and Merry Christmas.